welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Nikki. I'm Shaysal. And I'm Jill. And yeah, hi. How is everybody doing? Merp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I feel. laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, well, at least it was a fun weekend. We celebrated Shaysal's birthday. I am 25 as of yesterday, which when you guys will be listening to this, it'll have been like a week and a day or so by now. Wait, no. I don't know when they'd be listening to this. Regardless, February 28th (laughs) is my birthday for those who don't know. I'm 25 now and it's I'm already feeling the 25 struggle. So yeah, Yeah, my birthday is this Friday and I'm like, I'm excited for it. But I'm also like, "Mm, I don't like 25 just sounds old. Like, I mean, I know it's not old. But, like, it just, like, that's, like, oh, I'm an adult. Like, I'm right. 25. Yeah. I will say, like, weirdly, up until a couple of weeks ago, I was also, like, whoa, when I was thinking of 25. But somehow in my mind, now it's, like, different. Like, weirdly enough, I feel like 25 feels younger than the number 24 to me now. I don't know. It's weird. When I did have – I Shelby and I had, like, a moment where we were, like, whoa, because we were thinking of if Euphoria – I think now it's going to come out in two years again, this third season – but for a second, we thought that it might be three years. Zendaya's like acting with other stuff. And that would mean that if it is three years, it would be 28 when the third season comes out. And that was like, Whoa. Nope. Yeah, 28 <laughs> is old. Yeah, that's oh, old God. for I sure. I don't want to think about that right now. Oh, no, yeah, right. No, the concept no. of aging is just like horrendous. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. One of the biggest struggles. Yeah. Out here. I'm kind of chilling right now, too start new med so we've been going through that today actually so it's Adderall today actually I could tell I usually have like the tv on when I'm working because I like need stimulation and I was able to just sit and work in silence that's awesome so Nikki that's huge yeah but it like felt weird because I'm so used I was like oh my god the apartment's silent right now which is, like, good. That means, like, I was, like, focused on work and I was doing it. And I still kind of did, like, get a little distracted. Like, if somebody texted or I saw my phone light up, like, I would go over to my phone. But that could be solved by, like, I just don't have my phone on me when I'm working, you know. So, yeah, yeah it was good. Nice. Hey. Good. I'm glad to hear that. The phone thing, Um, I mean, this is, like, I'm not going to get into this. Obviously, we know how addicting our phones are. It's just crazy because it's literally, like... <laughs> meant to distract us in every way so it's impossible to, I, I used to, I used to have really good coping mechanisms for ADHD stuff like in high school I would purposely I would turn my phone off and I'd put it in the other room when I'd be doing school stuff because I actually had discipline um and that was helpful so <laughs> yeah. I I can see how that would be distracting obviously from personal experience on many occasions yeah it like gives me anxiety though to like feel like unreachable by yeah, having my I know. phone off so I think like what I need to do is like you know how you can have like focus mode on your phone yeah I think we're gonna like set up a focus mode so it only lights up like if Chris or like my family is calling me because then I would know like I mean not that them calling me is like extremely important but them calling me would be like if if there's an emergency it would be one of them calling me about it yeah Yeah. then I would like feel better of like okay I'll I'll know if they're calling me if my phone's off, I'm like, oh my god, what if like somebody's dying and I don't know because my phone's off? Yeah, I definitely agree. Like when I would do that, it was in high school, and I fucking wish that that was still the case now. But it's like, I can't because of anxiety. So I think that's a good idea, and I'm glad that, like phones now, aside from focus mode and stuff, like they do have, you can like customize it a little bit more like than before, so you can do yeah. those like people specifically, which is good. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we'll talk about our phones. Somewhat segues into our 
topic because we're going to talk about TikTok, which we kind of have like touched on TikTok before with like the new media versus old media. And I feel like this topic is like the two of them almost merging because I feel like the new yeah. media, like even though people like influencers obviously like basically have a character, it's like a caricature of themselves. It still is like them, even if they have like a manager or something, it's still them. It's like a reality TV show star. Yeah, but um, we're gonna talk about there have been accounts popping up that are act like real people, but they're like directed and written by a company, like to be basically it's like a mockumentary, but like for TikTok. And I did see in the article that they recently have added the word fictional, like to their bios because people were thinking it was real but the way the videos are made seem very real so we want to like kind of talk about that concept um jill's the one who came across it she can't really remember how she came across <laughs> it but do you yeah. remember while she's been sitting here or no um i don't know but i de- i definitely think i saw it on twitter somehow yeah yeah i mean it's just really i don't know when i first came across it i was like what the fuck like that's definitely not cool to me it like felt kind of like icky in the sense of like misleading yeah because I think the reason that we like influencers I mean not that I like every single influencer but somebody like an influencer that I like I like them because it feels like they're like being real you know and so like even the overly like over the top influencers where it's like this is just like not achievable for a normal person like I don't like that but it's like somebody who's like very authentic um I like that and so it's like I would feel so like tricked if I was really into this person to find out like oh they're a character written by like a team I'd be like because you can still be really connected with a character but it's a different type of connection at least for me Right. So it feels like obviously all of like influencing is to an extent, whether super intentional or not, like it is uh, manipulative to an extent. So like for it to be in this way feels even dirtier than it already kind of is. I don't know. It just feels it feels like gross, especially because with influencers, like I know that they're such a great marketing tool because like there's nothing greater for marketing than some type of like connection with you know something and like some being passionate about someone or whatever and like these type of parasocial relationships so for them to do this it's like what I mean I know they're still using these people to market their stuff and they're just being more direct about it and more in control of the situation than if it was just like an influencer talking about their sponsorships or some shit but it is really weird because it's like in itself like I mean you are still creating this caricature so like yeah you are creating a connection with people because it is still a person conveying this message but at the same time it's like you're defeating the purpose of what it is to market things through influencing if that makes sense yeah like it's still doing it but also like in a really weird way yeah Yeah, it's literally almost like a parody of it (laughs) yeah exactly it's weird yeah that's how it's like it's like a mockumentary yeah Um, right and it feels so in the article Jill had found this article about it um, that I it's read. from Vox. Um, Vox, yes. It was talking about the one, I can't remember what the company was called, but they basically were like a media and technology company and it was like helping, they like are very invested in like the metaverse and like bullshit like that. And so again, that like feels like 
icky because like one thing yeah. I've already like we've talked kind of talked about the metaverse I can't remember if we talked about it on here but amongst ourselves we definitely have and it's like I'm already like nervous of like the people that are like getting their hands in the metaverse right now as it's being built up are are rich people so they're just gonna build another version of this where everybody's like oppressed except rich people like it's not like basically it's gonna be like full of like equality and stuff like that it's just gonna be like basically a virtual version of this world because the same people are gonna be in charge of it yeah and so then it's like yeah it's fucking insane to think about they're already planting these people in there that we think are like authentic and then we find out they're not so then it's like okay i know the metaverse isn't real but like oh it's literally not real like there's right. no aspect of it that's real like yeah. it's just like ugh, i know i was way. i was thinking about the metaverse earlier because because of this topic and i'm just like they want i feel like they like i don't actually know what the future of what these people are imagining the metaverse will be like but i'm imagining that they want it to literally be like virtual reality like we can like walk around in there and shit yeah i think so and i'm I'm like literally imagine there's just ads in the metaverse like literally all around you like a walking oh ad my God. <laughs> this house is black mirror as fuck it like pops up right in front of your face you run into it yeah I'm like that's because how else are they gonna keep the metaverse going if there's not ads in it like i don't right. i literally don't know Obviously, yeah. it's different than this because I see what you guys are saying, like literally like it popping up in front of you type of thing. But that's so reminiscent of the second episode of the first season of Black Mirror, like that episode, yeah. like something millionaire or whatever, where they're in the where like when he's in the room, if he doesn't pay for the ads to go away, he's like bombarded with ads or like he's forced oh, yeah. to watch them. I know it's different because it's not like popping up in the way you guys are talking about, but still it's God, this whole metaverse thing is I don't know that much about it. I know we're getting like I know I'm not trying to get off topic or anything, but obviously related. We should definitely talk have an episode on it because I don't I understand the concept and like what are what the implications of this are, but I haven't looked that much into it myself. So it'd be cool to talk about it more in another episode and just like explain some of the background behind this and like potential intentions. I actually talked about it a fair amount with my tattoo artist (laughs) last time I was there because that's when it was like first announced and my tattoo artist was like no fuck this like this is so gross and it's interesting because I don't think any of us have ever been like anti-technology or at least like in the way that older generations are like oh kids are always on their phone blah blah blah. it's like okay you were always reading the newspaper I don't know what to tell (laughs) you it's not like you had better conversations like we probably we have more knowledge now at our fingertips to like allow us to have better conversations but i do obviously understand the detriment of like phone addiction and shit like that but um i've never been a negative nancy about something technology wise i usually have been either very indifferent or like kind of roll my eyes like nfts like like whatever but i'm like if people want to do that they can do that it's not like a big deal but like the metaverse i'm like can we not do that like, I really don't want us like, to do please. that. please. I know. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, it gives me this feeling of, as we're talking about it, my, one of my first thoughts was, like, I didn't give, like, permission for this to happen. Like, I didn't consent for this to happen. Not the conversation, just, like, the <laughs> metaverse, which I understand that with most things in the world, like, rich people just do whatever they want without 
you know, requiring consent from like the population or anything. But something yeah. about this specifically feels like it's really there's a lot of things that have been like really fucking sketch and like shouldn't be done. But this feels like this should not be allowed to be done in general, but especially just because like someone felt like it and because of like, the people with money are doing this because it feels like the implications of this go far beyond a lot of other like very serious things already happening with rich people and like the virtual world and all that type of shit. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like a, a new way to, like, manipulate the public. Right, in a very, very large scale. Yeah, because I, yeah. I feel like people are going to be like, oh, my God, the metaverse is fun and cool and whatever. And so then they can, like, get by doing shit in there because it's not real. And I feel like it would be very easily to do, like, subliminal messaging and, like you said, bombarding with ads and just, like, Literally again. Even just like, actual bullying because you can oh, interact yeah. with people on there. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's not, we'll have a whole episode, I agree, where we should talk about it like more in depth. But the reason that we brought that up is because this company that does these TikTokers is like interested in the metaverse. And I, and it gives me the same icky feeling that the metaverse does. Like it, it just feels like misleading, which yeah. I don't like. yeah. It feels really weird. It, you're right about it feeling misleading and it feels really weird to me. And I, I guess even with the metaverse saying like the legal ramifications might be different because it is this virtual world and same with like this different concept. I know, I don't know the exact legal shit behind this, but I know that in the past couple of years with influencers, I know that it's like they, it's illegal to not just, I, I think it's illegal. It's some shit something happens that's negative if you don't disclose that you have a sponsorship like you have to say that something is gifted or like you're partnered with and shit like that yeah otherwise the, it's the ftc regulates it yeah yeah exactly and with this it feels like a way of going around that because i know that in that article it mentioned that somewhere like it's not like it's necessarily a secret that the individual people that are like these fake influencers aren't real like i think that they explained that it is like disclose but at the same time most people if you're just like scrolling on tiktok and it comes up on your for you page which is how most people i'm assuming find different accounts and stuff you don't know that at first glance so that in itself is false advertising and that's yeah. like really fucked up yeah. they said it's like in their bio but you have to go to their profile right to see it. so i did go to their profiles and look at their videos and most of them had hashtag fictional in the video like description so it was there on most of them, like literally very under while you're watching. But like the way that th that things show up on your for you page, sometimes you like can't see the words on like the video description. Sometimes, at least for me, like the if, the video is like a blocking long description. It. Yeah, it's a long description. Or like yeah, literally just like, like because of the video like contrast, you can't see it somehow. Yeah. But yeah, I did want to mention that they actually do say they're fictional, but still, I would still like because of the most of the audience on tiktok are children like they're probably not reading the description of videos as they scroll by and right. like the, the stories that these like fake influencers have as their whole like profile persona are really fucking random and like stupid so they're like made to be entertaining obviously because that's the whole point is literally they're being made for engagement they're like meant to have these weird storylines that like grip people in for you know 30 seconds or whatever so i'm sure that people watch these and like their first thought because it's so like weird and out there they're like oh my god look at this weird fucking video like these people 
doing this whatever two quick things number one with the hashtag fish fictional people use like random hashtags if they know those hashtags get shown to people so like you could also like if the if i saw that under a video where like the story was just like fucking bonkers i'd be like (laughs) oh okay like that they put hashtag (laughs) fictional but if it was like a pretty believable thing or like it just seemed like a normal video i would think they were just doing that for like views but also shit what was the last thing that you said joe um you're (laughs) we all have to put our one brain cell together ladies we can do this literally Um, i was listening to the whole thing but i remember like the concept of what you were saying but not like the specific last thing you were saying what was the concept you were talking i mean i thought i think the last thing you were saying joe was explaining how it says like fictional and stuff but how it's necessarily oh. always like seeing because like the contrast and yeah stuff. And, like and kids do you remember kids are oh, like the yeah. main audience so like if you're yes. if it's a crazy story and you just see it like even me oh like, I, I was gonna just, give like, an example to of one of those stories oh. yeah so one of the stories an example is that this woman her boyfriend she finds out was like an is african royal royalty yeah. like and, and he's in a, in an arranged marriage yeah and so that's like one of the stories so again it's like oh my god that's fucking crazy but it's not like out of the realm of possibility and people like people basically like share their dna sequence on tiktok everything and so that happening somebody would definitely post on tiktok for cloud about that so that's also why it's like okay yeah they're like extreme stories but right but they're not like totally unbelievable yeah yeah and that girl has the most followers out of any of their accounts and she has she has six million and she has more by far none of the other accounts that they have have a million is it the sydney no this girl's account is that's the tia oh also like it's there's a difference between let's say people do see the hashtag fictional and the story is like just crazy enough for someone to maybe think it's a fictional story there's even then there's a difference between believing that this is a fictional story and like believing this is like a fictional person because like even if this person is doing like some sort of story time that's still misleading if you're not seeing the hashtag or like if you do think the hashtag is just something that people are using to get the algorithm to like see their post or something but it's a whole different thing for you like not to know this whole ass person's like brand and persona and everything thing is like yeah fake. yeah and i can't fully explain why but i feel like it just makes sense why that's well, different so i actually have an example so hawk hates you is like an influence like i don't even want to call her an influencer but she's a sex worker that i really like she has like 1.8 million followers and um she does do a lot of like she'll tell stories and stuff but she does a lot of goofy videos and she's said before because people are like just assholes on her account she's like you guys like don't know me even some of the stories i tell like aren't true like not that she like tells a story but there will be a trend that's like i don't know at the end you say like oh okay so for example the audio is like "Mm, yeah and so the text over it she was like you're not really gonna ghost somebody over a a fictional story are you or like a story (laughs) you made up in your head are you and it was like "Mm, yeah and people were like what the fuck and she's like guys like literally this was a joke for the trend and so again like yeah, but she's like a real person in the other videos and like every once in a while she just does something because she think it would be funny for the trend, which is like whatever, it's fine. 
And so I feel like if I saw that, I would think it was the same thing. I totally agree where it's like, oh, you're so real person. You're just like being a storyteller right now. Like you're you're telling right. like, it's basically like telling a joke. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, it makes me uncomfortable, too. It's just like a weird form of betrayal. And I don't know. It also it just makes me think, like, what are you hiding? Like, why? What is the what is That's the purpose? True. But also this whole concept is like the circle did it first. <laughs> OK, true. though. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Damn. You're right. But also in the circle, they knew that that's what was going on. That's true. So it's even then there's like a, an extra level of consent that isn't because obviously you never I know it's like you never know if someone is real or not, but there is you're in there under the assumption that there's the possibility that someone could be faking yeah. who they are. And like with this, obviously you could argue like I could see some fucking dumbass who works for this team saying like, well, like you never know something's actually real online, but this is like different when it's intentionally not supposed to be real. And what you mentioned about the betrayal thing. It made me think, like, I know that I wrote down something that they mentioned. They mentioned that, like, they give these fake influencers, like, character arcs, which, I mean, makes sense if you're trying to, like, create this persona. And, for example, like, the Sydney person that I mentioned, I mentioned that one because that's, like, one of the first ones at the beginning of the article. Her, like, character arc is that she found out that her sister's fiancé was cheating or something. And it made me think of Cornerstones from Westworld, which is, like, in I, I know oh, Nikki's yeah. seen Westworld. It's like in Westworld. For those who don't know, it's a show about. Ugh, it's this show where basically there's a much more, more much more to it than this. But like there are these like robots that are very very human like, and it kind of touches on the whole subject of like sentient beings and you know the ethics of robots and all this shit among many other larger topics. And I know that they give these robots these like cornerstones because and they're they're not always aware of it, but it's. It is. It is. It just doesn't make them human. Like there's this character who her cornerstone is that she was a mom and kind of like a past life, and she thinks that she's just like dreaming of it, and is like constantly yearning for this lost child in some way. And that's what this feels like, which makes it also feel like really icky and even more manipulative. Like because you know that that's what makes someone like human in a certain way. That's why they're doing it. Like there is very much a very there is psychology behind this and obviously just like with all marketing because marketing is evil psychology basically and it just makes this feel even ickier because like you know what it takes to make connect to for someone to connect with someone and you're using it against people yeah i totally agree and also so i was thinking while you're talking like how they like designed a story arc and stuff like because there are people on there that do like play characters and you can't tell if they're like being real or not it's like oh my god is this really you or are you like like there's this one guy that like jokingly he's like a really nerdy looking guy but like acts like an alpha and like will use like the wolf filter and stuff <laughs> and like he's, it's just like fucking cringe so it is actually really funny because you can tell, but he never breaks character. And so sometimes people are like, dude, break characters, please, just for once. Like, please. Oh, the guy but, who's a frat boy? <laughs> Who acts like one? Yeah, but he, he has, like, curly hair and, like, kind of yeah. big glasses. Yeah. Oh, glasses? I don't know if the one I know has glasses. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's, again, it's, like, a thing people do on TikTok. Yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> pretend. Why is that, like, the thing, though, is that those guys do it so well that I'm, like, literally people right. are like i don't know if you're being serious and i can't tell like it's getting to the point where 
it's real. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, no dead so ass. The guy that I'm talking about, he's like, I love you, kitten. You know, like he's like <laughs> one of those kind of guys. It's so fucking My gross. video for uh. Friona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally, it's like he's like that kind of guy. And then it will be like when somebody, when a boy hits on my kitten, and then he'll like turn into the wolf filter <laughs> and it will just come And so again, like it is over the top. But he's too good at it because there are people out yeah. there like that. Um, but still, at the end of the day, like a person playing a character like that, even if you believe it, when it's one person doing it for fun. And like, I mean, they do like gain a following because it's like he's funny. It's like it doesn't feel as icky because it's just like, oh, like you're you're playing a character. You're telling a story, but in that way. But like you're saying, like. Okay, so it's like a company that puts together these people and make the, makes them have like a somewhat serious story. That's why it like feels like manipulative because it's like, oh, you're like yeah. making us be like empathetic and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I like watching their videos. I was like, I don't understand like where they begin and where this character ends, honestly, because I, I so all of them, their last videos were posted at like right before Christmas or like right after so they haven't posted in a couple months but interesting I'm like if they were recording for like a year almost a year or something that's so strange to me like I want to know if they have like a work schedule type deal or do they just like record when they feel like it or like what's the deal because it gets to a certain point where like literally are you acting like I don't know I am confused. I haven't talked, I haven't looked at their TikToks, but I am confused by them not posting for a couple of months because that's weird. It's not like it's not like their TikToks are like seasons of a show or some shit. Like yeah. with TikTok and just like a bunch of but just influencing. There's not really I mean, there is downtime you could take time off, but also not really you have to like consistently post. So I'm surprised they're just off for months. Like that makes me I don't I don't know. This could just be like me assuming this, but that makes me feel like something happened or some shit because like Marley yeah. is not posting. I was going to say, I wonder if there's been more like kind of like anger about it or something. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like maybe once people found out about this, they were probably like, wait, I'm confused. Or I don't I I kind of figured maybe they're like <laughs> wiping the slate clean and they're like, let's get some new characters for the new year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no for real one thing that grossed me out that was in the article was like one thing they offered was like you can like message one of the people and it was kind of an ai thing that was not cool and you can like talk to them for advice and stuff and then they were like people like shared really intimate stuff and then they came out and they were like oh by the way it's like a robot it's ai and we have all your data and then they were like we're not using it for like bad reasons we're using it to like help with our storytelling yeah mm. they said we don't plan on selling the data we're just gonna use it to improve her are you fucking serious yeah so like people like basically like they probably consented technically in the terms and conditions but it was like in the like they didn't like actually consent you know yeah holy shit damn like i know that they'd be selling our data in like, a lot of like fucked up ways and stuff but that specific information and for someone to use like basically i'm assuming some people which i don't i'm not saying this in a negative way just like essentially trauma dumped on there to an extent and just sharing very vulnerable information without knowing they're talking to an ai in general that's fucked up but also that that information is going to be used for better storytelling the way that they said that as if it's as if that's better than selling the data i mean yeah i guess like selling the data makes it even worse but like <laughs> way or another your data is being used for you for like this company to market things better and that's fucked yeah 
Exactly. And I think that that's where it's like the power company holds is a lot more power than the average person. So like when the average person makes a character like we were talking about, it's not like they're going to like go run off with the information gathered from being that character or like compile the comments and figure something out. But like a company doing that is like malicious. Yeah. Yeah. I know you said something earlier about this being like some weird like scam type deal to get like ads out there without having to say that it's an ad yeah now i'm like what if businesses like put stock into these into this company and like paid for like product placement on it basically but then they probably don't have to disclose it because the right the whole thing is an ad itself well it's like right true Oh my god, no, for real. It's like they're finding I know this is just like what companies do, but they're finding the sneakiest fucking ways to get around things, which like as I'm saying that I'm like, no fucking sure. That's literally what corporations have done for the entirety of like their existence in every possible way. And like they're always crooked in some capacity. But using it in this way is like, can you fucking give it a rest? Like, can you make something? Like, can can you just like for once not they're manipulating Get your greedy to like, hands all over it. No, for real, like, it's like they're they're always obviously manipulating us in some way, but like they're ma- manipulating to like the nth degree at this point. It's like so many layers of it, and I I can't. I just can't even wrap my head around it. Like, how much further are you gonna? How much deeper is this gonna get? I know. Well, that's what like I think in movies about the future that are like like stuff like Black Mirror, but Black Mirror is very blatantly like commentary comment on like where societies go or like the worst direction society's going like people like acknowledge that about black mirror but even just like in movies about future technology that are like somewhat dystopian or like the main topic isn't the technology but there is some that they use and they have like ads and shit or like they show how corporations like are just being greedy and assholes that kind of stuff is like what makes me the saddest and like dystopian stories because yeah. it's like, wow, we really, because I think that it's it's true. Like, I, I think that's why it makes me sad is because I think that's like a very realistic detail for them to throw in there. Because it's like just the way a capitalistic society is formed, like to become a successful business, you have to like outcompete the other businesses. So you have to do like, okay, now we're wise to commercials and like can fast forward through them. So they're like, okay, how can they not fast forward through this stuff? Oh, you have to pay extra Literally. through this company. And they that's why they keep like coming up with these new things. So it's like, we're never going to be able to like outrun it no matter what. Exactly. Like this is just like a product of like capitalism and that's why it sucks. That's exactly that's what it's so scary too. Because as we find these innovative ways of doing this, it's like, where is the limit? Like, how far? It's already been pushed way too far in so many in so many ways. But it getting more quite literally meta in very strange ways is like, I, I feel like there's just no, there's no like wall to stop it. It's just as things become more virtual and everything to a social media, it, it could just go on forever and get deeper and deeper and deeper with advertising. And to them, it's probably fucking great, but it's like you, like you said, you can't run it. You just can't fucking escape it no matter what you do. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It feels like trapping. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're trying to evolve and not have <laughs> this trait that theoretically would be hurting our species by, you know, I mean, advertisements are kind of fucking like ruining our brains. Yeah. As we've discussed before. But like, I I wish that there was a term for something that's like out there in the universe that 
is like purposely stopping the evolution of something is there a term for that uh not like when it's like purposeful well they're gonna have to invent that (laughs) yeah for real because it's fucking happening i feel like they're like stunting our growth basically as a species they're actively making us dumber and stupider and they're they're devolving us and i think there is a way too for like there is a place a time and place for ads in the sense of like that's just how you know about products like at the end of the day like stuff stuff you don't need like okay maybe i don't need an ad for it because i don't fucking need it but then this ad made me want it but something like i don't know mr clean eraser or something where i'm like oh my god i cannot get this stain out and then i see an ad for it oh my god that's perfect you know like so there is i understand why advertisements are a thing because otherwise how do you know about anything except just wandering around and guessing like at the store and there are ways like have you guys gotten the ads for the game merge mansion (laughs) i haven't (laughs) oh my god you don't really um play like iphone games but that's where you get them game theory did one where they put together the lore of merge mansion because they like tied in like little clips like video clips and it's basically like the grandma's a murderer and yeah, it'll now- be like the grandma and then they're like they show her I have whole a thing, question. Like, she's like getting in the ca- a police car and yeah. then she lifts up her handcuffs and she's like, oop, I'm actually not getting arrested. And the, yeah. the police officer is like, ooh, we're driving away. <laughs> we're in love. The police officer question. is actually the building inspector in disguise. <laughs> what? Is she's it like, what? is it one of those games? I, I can't think of the names of these games, but I can see them so vividly. Like Candy usually Crush. advertised on Twitter. I like kind of like different, like where you'll see, like we've seen them in group chats before where it's just like, it is what you're thinking thing. yeah it's like a woman like this isn't actually her name but you'll see a woman named susan and she's like all hot and flustered and then you see that she's like fucking like the neighbor's wife or some shit like yeah. is it like that type of shit <laughs> yeah well again like the grandma so it's like okay the grandma i mean do you want to know the full story i just watched the game theory like two hours sure. ago about the full story <laughs> i want to know wow, that's perfect well, so part of the thing is this is like a way to do ads fun like you know what like i respect this this is a way for ads to evolve where it's like acceptable to me at least because it's not like sneaky but they have fucking kathy bates in their new ads (laughs) what (laughs) like her face or she's like she's acting in it she plays his live action grandma yeah what so the story is the the ryan murphy new show (laughs) for real (laughs) literally so the story of it is grandma's house burns down the ads also come out of order. You have to figure it out. So the grandma's house burns down. And so then she's like, well, fuck my life. I need somebody to fix this bitch up. And I'm going to gaslight my granddaughter into doing it. So <laughs> she like goes and like in her in a safe in her house, she finds like this file. And on the granddaughter's wedding day, she like shows the file to the the like fiance the future husband and he's like oh fuck and we don't know what's in the file but so he he leaves and so she gets left at the altar and so then granny's like you can come fix up the house why don't you do that like manual labor will do you good so then the daughter's like okay i guess i will and so then the or the granddaughter starts like hooking up with the building inspector and then it shows (laughs) granny's also fucking the building inspector (laughs) that she has her hands in that too to like slow down like any of the building or anything like that like to the order that she wants it to happen in and so then it like turns out that like granny's like a murderer we don't know who she killed but like she like kills people and so she gets caught for that but she put like a chisel grandpa 
Oh, yeah, she killed the grandpa. She puts, like, a chisel or, like, a nail file in a pie and cooks it. And then when she's in jail, she's like, do you want to come bring me a pie? I'm so hungry. So the granddaughter's like, okay. And so she, like, gets out of fucking jail. And, um, <laughs> and... And so, okay, so that's, like, all the videos. So that's how it ends. Like, she is driving away without the handcuffs, and she, like, does, like, one more video thing, and then she gets caught again, but then she, like, gets out of jail. That's where the videos end. But so then they brought it to, like, Instagram and Facebook, and Granny did, like, a Q&A. And so people are like, <laughs> Granny, like, where's the bodies? Oh, and, like, the videos too is like some of the newer videos like granny's like oh my god can you go this is with kathy bates she's like can you go get me this tool from the garden shed and so the granddaughter goes to the garden shed and it's like lined with knives and the granddaughter comes back and she's like oh my god so many knives and kathy bates goes and so little time and so the game theory the game theory is that granny was grooming the granddaughter to like take over the family business which is killing people and cooking them into pies because cool. when people in the Q and a people are like, what's your secret? She like gave a pie recipe. And then they were like, like any question related to killing people, she would like talk about pies and they were like meat pies. And they were like, granny, like where are the bodies? And she's like, there's only flowers in granny's garden. And it's like, nobody mentioned a garden. So that's where the bodies are. So it's like this whole fucking thing. Still not going to play it, but I'm like, good for you. Like, that's a way. I have played. Actually, I don't know if I've played that one. And the game is, it's literally just Candy Crush. Yeah. And then you can like upgrade the mansion. There's like, yeah, there's there's nothing really in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally nothing amazing. Also, I just sent you guys a DM of it's not Merge Mansion, but Project Makeover. This is the like these ads, Chase Hall. <laughs> okay, that makes sense for what you're saying about how to get Candy Crush because now that I'm thinking about it, yes. there are so many. Yes. I don't know what they're called, but there are so many. There are so many games that I've seen that are called like I can't like I don't know if this is actually a, a game like landscapes or some shit like that, and it looks yeah, and it's, like, the it's same they're all the same company. Yeah, and it's like the same gameplay as Candy Crush, but then for some reason there's a story behind it, and you're like, and instead of yeah. candy, it's like. I don't fucking know homes it's, or some shit. It's literally the same thing, like that guy's in that's crazy Merge mansion. I'm pretty sure. Wait, where did you send this? On, Instagram. On Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Okay. But yeah, it's like those where you see like the one that I see a lot is the guys like in a doctor outfit and this chick is like grinding up against him while he's like taking her heartbeat and the <laughs> chick goes, "That's my husband." And so then it's like. <laughs> prove him wrong or something and you give her a makeover so there's like always like some fucking story behind it this is exactly the type of game that i was thinking of <laughs> literally exactly she, she parts in her face <laughs> and says join just, them <laughs> yell at them yeah <laughs> i feel like these games would literally break my phone <laughs> well this no, one like is literally o- this one is literally also candy crush a fucking i played this one too a fucking course that just can't get played every candy crush game with the story moral of the story is as stupid as that is that's like a clever way to do advertisements that get people talking about your product and makes you stand out without being a fucking sneaky slimy bitch yeah i agree i agree like given that we like given that we live in a capitalist society obviously that in itself is like fucking shitty and terrible in so many awful ways but 
if we're going to live in a capitalist society and like advertisements are going to be fucking everywhere, like at the very least, like that is probably the most harmless way to go about it. Like why? Yeah. And, and it fucking works. People play. I mean, I actually don't know anyone that plays it, but the ads are fucking <laughs> everywhere. So I'm assuming people are playing it somewhere. Yeah. True. Moms. It's like, yeah, it's like exactly. A mom game. Yeah. White suburban mom type of game for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's not, I, we got so off, off topic because we were talking about these like fake TikTok people, but it just feels like, because I don't know if they even advertise anything, but it just I like, don't know. I don't think, yeah, they, like what is do. the point if they're not, if they're not trying to sell products, I don't get it. They get in the creator fund. Once you get 10,000 uh, followers on TikTok, you get money for how many views you get. And because that means people are on the platform to watch your content. So somebody with like 6 million followers, that one character, she probably makes a lot of money in the creator fund. So it goes to that company and then I'm sure she gets like a commission pay or something. That's true. It's it's weird to me that they wouldn't capitalize it in a different way just like other – I know that it's because individual brands reach out to influencers or like their managers or some shit. But it is interesting to me that these companies aren't partnered with like other companies and then those companies like ask them to sell their products or something and they make a profit. I mean like – I'm sure that that will happen eventually if it's not already happening, but that is weird because then they're not even using influencers in the classic way because they could be using them for like the creator fund as well as that. Also, I didn't even think that the creator fund, I don't know if it's changed now, but I remember when it first happened, when it first like became a thing, Cody and Noel would talk about how it was like, you would make, even if you had a lot of views or like likes or anything, like the, the money was negligible compared to what you'd actually make based on just being a popular influencer. So that's interesting. It is. Yeah. I do know some people like make a living off the creator fund. Oh, that's like, it, good. It's I mean, not like insane influencer living like some of the people like on Instagram, but it is yeah. like I some people do like make a living off of it. Damn. Okay. Interesting. Kind of on that topic, can I bring up Lil Michaela? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who is that again? So I, this was kind of like Lil a few Michaela. years ago now, um, like 2017, 2018. She appeared on Instagram and she looked like mostly real, but around the edges and like in her face a little <laughs> bit. It was kind of like, what's going on here? I don't know. Like, she definitely right looked like like heavily photoshopped to the point where she looked like a figment of uh, imagination. <laughs> uh, was she like um, a deep fake? So she is actually an AI like avatar that's also produced by a company. Um, and they have like two other avatar Instagram people that they have, but they're like they're little Michaela has like millions of followers. Like she is like an actual influencer in terms of at least how oh, she runs her Instagram. Her. Yeah, like, so now she looks a lot more realistic to the point where she actually looks like she could be real. And she tries to, like, there There was a whole thing where there was, like, some fake beef between her and the one other avatar say, robot thing. Yeah, and then at the end of the beef, like, little Michaela was like, I realized that, like, I am a robot and, like, I'm leaving the company that made me. They They told me I wasn't a robot. Oh. And so now now she's like so called independent like free thinker girl. Oh. And like she's even like said shit like it's it's I, she just ma has made comments on how like the company is like white men and they made like a POC woman as this avatar and she's like that's like so weird like I don't want to call myself a woman like because I'm not and I don't want to like claim these identities that I'm not because I was just created. 
And I'm like, I don't understand, first of all, why is this girl, like, why are we trying to create this narrative that she has, like, gotten herself out of the Matrix when she literally is, this is being written by this company. Like, I don't understand. You're not fooling anyone. Yeah. Who who are we fooling? It's like people just, that's the story they know people want to hear. But it's like yeah, it's so, so just a story. This Verge article title right now: To understand feuds between virtual Instagram models, you need to understand pro wrestling. <laughs> what is? Sorry, <laughs> do you? Excuse me. I feel like you don't. There's, I mean, I guess it makes sense. That this is like part of like the narrative they've created for them. But the way she like has a boyfriend. Oh wait, but I think they broke up. It says, "Don't be sad because it's over." Smile because it happened. Damn, I think they broke up. But her boyfriend's like looks real um what's their account his account is wait he's not tagged in this one let me see if there's another one that he's tagged in oh my god wait, he looks wait. weird she's out yeah of he league. does true actually i think he's kind of cute honestly but he looks really young he does look real yeah breaks up with human boyfriend <laughs> see okay so that's the other thing about lil michaela is that she like first of all does collabs with like actual real people and like She's done like real life in person, quote unquote, collabs with these creators. Yeah, and they they literally have to sign an NDA and never talk about what they actually like did on the set. They probably just like posed with somebody who has that like suit with all the white balls all over them. I that the thing is though, like this girl, she she talks, she has music. Like she went on, sh- she did a, sh- a video with Shane Dang. Dawson where she he interviewed her. Yeah, so that's what it makes probably, it even more not, confusing. It's not live, though. So what they probably do is they have a woman sit there and talk back to Shane as her. But they have that like little dot suit so that then they can. Well, put he it just talked to her over the phone. Oh, well, then so he never even just, saw her. Yeah. So it's yeah. probably just somebody voicing. But I feel like in the videos, that's like what they do. So then they can just like superimpose her through a computer program. Yeah. Because that's what they do for in like movies. The way they portray her. And some of these is like like TBT pictures of her as like a teenager, so she has like acne and braces and a gap tooth and like other shit. Like, this is fucking crazy. Like they're really fuck. I mean, I know that they've been committed to the bit clearly for a while since we first learned about this thing, but what the fuck? Yeah, it's so weird. Like because she has music. One of the founders of this company that created her is a DJ and a music producer. Oh, and he's worked with Katy Perry, Kesha, and Azalea Banks. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, what? Yeah, and then the other cre- co-creator used to work at Bad Robot, which is JJ Abrams' production company. Um, oh my god! <laughs> and they said this company's name is Brood or Brud. I don't know how the fuck you say it. It's a stupid ass name. It's like Brad with a U. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they said that in the future they want to build a Brew Brud like social media. Where anyone with an iPhone can make their own, like, Lil Michaela, basically. And, like, they, they want to, like, eventually, I think, incorporate that into the metaverse. Which, in my opinion, would be definitely cool as fuck. Because I'm obsessed with The Sims. And it would just be, like, living The Sims. Yeah. But somebody in this article said something, like... <sighs> they were asking, like, would you want to do that? Like, would you, would you, you know, take part in this product? And they're like, yeah, but... It's hard to, like, I feel like it would be impossible to pull yourself out of it at, at pa- past a certain point. I That's agree. what I always worry about. Like, I'm so, like, my anxiety is so obsessed with, like, do I exist? Like, 
reality, like perception of reality and like, am I paying attention yeah. to my life? Am I actually living my life? All that shit. So then throwing in a virtual world where I can go and have like a different life, like right. in front of my eyes. No. I would fucking snap. Yeah, I can't go there. Like, I just can't. I know. I'm like, I would literally not want to leave. I started imagining a, like, virtual reality, like, metaverse world where you could just go and, like, make clothes, like, obviously for free. Like, just, like, design shit in VR and then just have them and wear them. Right. (laughs) That's, like, the only reason why I'd want it to is to be able to, like, do more things that only, like, money can buy type of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I would just want The Sims as vr but then that's literally just life <laughs> right yeah and that's literally the episode of <laughs> black mirror like yeah i mean there are some differences but like where it's like it's like oh look at all the shit they can do but it's all virtual so it's different like they're they're not actually living their lives well right. and there's no way they're gonna leave shit free they're gonna yeah, charge they're gonna charge you to go skydiving or whatever yeah there, it's gonna be like oh you have to do a job and then you get money. yeah like i don't want to there you job go now jobs are world. created yeah. Yeah. yeah right like what the fuck uh i'm like if we have the metaverse it's it cannot be capitalism like there's not it's not the capitalism metaverse it's just no there's no money there's no jobs there's no purchasing a house they're just walking through a field and like doing what the fuck you want you just think right, of something like, and then you're there you're imagining can we at it. least have that like holy fucking shit like i understand that e- e- even if they did that there obviously would st- still be some money involved in them doing some manipulative shit with everyone being on the virtual world instead of the real world but like can you just stick to that then can you like at least not make it fucking cost money because it's gonna happen i also think what's scary is like Think about how people like make mods for games and stuff and like yeah. have games. People are going to fucking do that to the metaverse. So let's say they're like, no, you can't have guns. People will make a mod where you can have guns. Like, and people are going to be like, True. oh, you can't do anything. So I'm going to kill this person or something. Like, maybe they'll Ugh. make it so you can't die or like feel pain there, but they'll like still like do the act of it or something. You know, like people are going to yeah. like, people are fucked up. And I feel like people are going to like hack it and like do fucked up shit because yeah. they're like, oh, it's not real. Even though like, I feel like if you get really engrossed, like your emotions are like entangled in your world there. And so it is real enough where like somebody coming in and fucking with you is going to like hurt. I can truly like I can very easily see like this is like almost like 100 percent likely to happen, in my opinion, with like this virtual shit. If like they start incorporating even even things like just VR stuff and like playing war games possibly that could very on very easily honestly it would be different but it would still could lead to ptsd yeah my understanding that's what i was just thinking like i'm imagining even virtually like being a first person like shot by someone even if it's not real like that's traumatic right because even people like people who work in jobs actually there i watched a video it was a vice video a while ago i think i might have mentioned to you guys and i completely forgot about it until now uh about people who like like moderators on facebook and stuff and how a lot of them have to see like extremely fucked up shit and like remove it from facebook and how they have ptsd and in the uh, dcm5 oh my god wow dsm5 uh, dsm5 in the ptsd diagnosis like one of the uh criterion is that like it it, you could qualify for ptsd even if you haven't personally experienced it but like you work in a job where you see you continuously see like potentially traumatic things including even virtually and that's just like looking at it on a screen and seeing it happen to someone else let alone if you're experiencing it with like a vr headset or some shit yeah yeah that's such a good point 
Yeah. I don't know. And then I just think about like if if everyone does decide to like opt in to being in the metaverse, then how are we not different literally just from the matrix? Like <laughs> true. Holy fuck, you're right. You're right. Like what the fuck? No, literally. That's why I'm like, why we don't need this. Like we yeah. literally like and I know there's a lot of stuff we don't need. Like technically we don't need computers. But like this is I I literally cannot think of a scenario where this does not harm society. Exactly. No, like there's nothing good that could come of this 100%. Like maybe like for a second, like instant gratification, but like everything about this screams like no, like a lot of technology and just like things, directions that we're taking with capitalism, technology and all that shit already feel icky. But this, like the feeling that this gives me inside is a very prime, like that same gut instinct when you think something is wrong. It's like 100% coming from that place of like, this is bad like this is this should not happen type of thing yeah exactly I'm, yeah i'm just thinking of all of like the terrible things that could like benefit from using like a virtual reality thing to like test right. shit out before they decide to do something oh, god no for god, real yeah. though yeah oh my god that's crazy because yeah. there's <laughs> this is like related and just i'm it's making it real it's even more possible there is this 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 in itself this part i wouldn't say is bad but i can see in the future with things like the metaverse and stuff them somehow incorporating technologies i was watching this like marvel analysis video of course talking about the ways that they kind of prepare some of these movies and how a lot of the this the fighting sequences that are and everything are created in this ai software that they used for something else originally i think it was like for animated stuff and i can't remember but then like marvel basically entirely plans their movies this way and it is really cool because you can like truly choreograph things with it but i can see that software somehow being used very negatively with a metaverse and like to you even planning things like fucking war and shit like that honestly like a terrorist attack that's like a test run right where you like plan out like where the best place is to set off a bomb or something like that right this shit there's there's way more opportunities i feel like to do terrible things that we can't even think of honestly because this technology would unlock shit that we've literally never even thought possible to do before so let's just not even open up like the negative the literal pandora's box yeah the metaverse would unload no for real like no matter what because for a second i thought when i was saying that i was like okay there has to be someone out there that working on this that has thought of that but like no matter what there's no possible way no matter how many people they have on that team that they could possibly think of every negative way in which this can go because there are billions of people in the world who can think of, of new ways where that can happen so I know. It's like so every fun. time I think of like something really weird, like somebody has thought of something a hundred times worse than this. Okay, oh, true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even just like horror movie writers. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I like I totally agree where it's like, okay, so this will be cool because we'll be able to like, I don't know, have a second <laughs> life and like do the shit that we can't do in real life. Yay. Okay, the shit I can't do in real life, I would rather not do it ever than have the potential for all the shit that can go wrong. Like, I'm okay with never going on an African safari, let's say. Yeah. If it's going to prevent that type of shit. You know, like, there's nothing that it makes it worth it, in my opinion. Right. Right. Like, I'm an escapist-ass hoe, and even then, like, my desire for escapism will never, ever, ever like take precedence over me realizing this is like really fucked and like, i would rather not even touch that hell no yeah. yeah no let me just posit a large broad question to you guys 
So, okay. like, overall, after we, all this discussion, how do you guys feel about, like, the concept of AI influencers in general? I think if it's disclosed that they're AI, like, whatever, I don't really understand the point of it. But, like, if it's, like, right off the bat, it's AI. But I think, like, I don't know. Like, with Lil Michaela, I think people weren't sure at first. Like, people were yeah. like, what? Or, like... I know it's real people acting it, but like we're saying like the TikTok stuff, I think that it's like it can be harmful because it's just like lying. But like an AI influencer is kind of like if you know it's AI, like I mean, I I just don't understand the point of it, but I don't think that it's like necessarily harmful. But it's also like if they can CGI anything that, you know, obviously they're going to do like perfect bodies and stuff, which like can contribute to body dysmorphia. So if you don't know it's an AI, that's another thing that's like could be harmful. So I think just as long as it's like transparent, it's like whatever. I agree. Like I think it could contribute to negative societal contracts like what you said about just reinforcing it's like a lot of the issues that are already occurring with the influencer world and social media and stuff it can reinforce it in like a slightly different way or if anything just add more people doing that type of shit to it but I don't know I, I don't it doesn't give me it's still like weird like and I think that lying to people in any way like that is like fucked when it's especially when like money's involved which is how all of this works but I I don't get that same gut, like, instinct of straight terror that I get like, when we've been talking about metaverse shit. So I don't think that it's, you know, like, catastrophic, but I also don't think it's great. So I think it's, like, neutral at best. Yeah. How about I you, agree. Joe? I, yeah, I agree with that. I feel like I think it would be okay in certain contexts, and definitely it needs to be disclosed like that. I feel like that should be a law. Or you should at least be able to find the company that is producing whatever character it is because I didn't bring this up, but in the article that I read about Lil Lil Michaela, they discussed this other um, like 3D animated model who also looks super real. That's like a very, very, very dark skinned black woman. And it's actually created by this like 28 year old white man. Oh. And he definitely like he thinks that his heart is in the right place about it but i don't know it's really sketchy like knowing that i'm like i wouldn't want to support that first of all and like i don't know what this man's values are specifically but like if the company that is producing a character has values that obviously don't support or like they support conservative move political movements or like people that you know are fucking bigots then obviously I don't want to like consume the content of whatever character it is they're putting out, even if the character is nothing like the shit that they support. Right. I, th- I think I definitely agree with that. And while you're saying that, maybe you're always like, it definitely like right now, because there's not a lot of them. That's why I'm like, whatever. But if our social media became like overrun with AIs, I think that that'd be really bad. Cause then it's like, you're not consuming like real people. And, like, again, I know we talked about, like, influencers, you know, and they can Photoshop and yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. But it's, like, oh, like, this is just, like, straight up fake. Like, there's nobody here. There's no, like, this isn't a real person. This isn't a real story. They don't have a childhood that they're actually talking about. They, like, don't have these emotions that they're saying they have. Like, and if that's all you're consuming, I feel like it, like, can, like, dissociate you from, like, reality or, like, yeah make make it harder to relate to others if like the main thing you're like consuming is like literally just like crafted yeah for social and then media. imagine that on like a large scale if 
if the mass, the, if the majority of accounts on social media were like AI or we didn't even know that they were fake profiles, so just like people acting shit out, then it like yeah, literally influences saying, like, culture at, yeah. at large. Because then it's whoever's creating these AIs or these companies are actually controlling it. Because one thing that I like about TikTok is that it like, like this one guy, I found his music because it like got kind of big on TikTok and he's like, this literally changed my life. He's like heavier and like not very attractive, but he does like pop punk music. So he's like, I don't have the look. So I never would have gotten signed. And this like changed my life, you know? So I do like TikTok for that of like, kind of pull yourself up by the bootstraps kind of shit which like you know it's more complicated than that but I do like it for that reason and I feel like if it just switches to like AI and like company made people like okay I'm just watching more TV you know no literally it's really though yeah I mean and that's the whole part of social media and like I guess social media in general which that makes it different from TV is that you're connecting with a genuine person and like following their story and watching them grow like over I mean even if you find someone relatively recently you can like see how they've grown through their life yeah exactly. I mean as long as you as they're being genuine about it but yeah I'm like that that's that's the whole thing on the circle I mean I'd, I can't remember if catfish have won I think that they have before but the the whole thing is that everyone's like, oh, you're not genuine. Like, why the fuck should we like you? Like, w- yeah. we don't know who the fuck you are, who what you stand for. Like, what else are you lying about? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think as it is right now, I'm, I have more of an issue with, like, the fake TikTokers than the AI creators. Because, again, I think the AI creators are easier to spot. And they're, like, yeah. f- few and far in between or whatever the saying is. But I think, like if it became a bigger thing then it's like actually a damage like damaging like an actual issue i feel like it would create like a, an even more separated version of a parasocial relationship because in general with like influencers and even people who like are as real as possible online obviously like the issue that we all one of the main many issues that we all know is social media is that the people on there like no matter how authentic you are you're not only you can only show so much of yourself like you even if you, even if you show your everyday yeah. life like you don't understand the person's entire experience or anything and i feel like it'll from an interpersonal perspective it would create even more damaging like relationships with people like not knowing how to interact with people properly because it, it creates this like curated brand which like people already do but it's an added layer when it's this ai person because it just is that much more curated and that much more fake and I don't right. know, like, it, it would create this, like, I don't know what would happen with that. Obviously, I know it would be damaging to some extent, but it would, I feel like it would harm even more with, like, how we just interact with people in our day-to-day life, which I already think is, like, really fucking shitty. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, like, with the whole AI influencer idea, the idea that possibly these people could, first of all, like, influence us through advertisements and, like, branding, but they could also like possibly be used like maliciously in terms of moving political agendas (laughs) cough cough like how the election was hacked by russian bots like literally infiltrating facebook groups yeah and um facebook in general so like it's literally already happening like bots are everywhere on twitter trying to insert themselves into political conversations and like change people's minds like i don't know you're so right it's just it's so easily like gotten out of control yeah 
But like, here's another way for you to manipulate the public. Yeah, yeah. for real. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's one of those, like, this is one of those things. And like with the metaverse, like, I want to have like faith in humanity. And I do believe that like most people I've talked about the metaverse are kind of like uncomfortable with it. But that's also like who I surround myself with have like yeah. similar values and perceptions of the world as me just because that's what happens. But um, I like to think that the public will be like, wait, what the fuck? If stuff starts to go too far, kind of like how I was like, I think people were kind of annoyed when they found out that those TikTok creators were like characters. I like to think that if it starts going in an icky direction, <laughs> people will be like, what the hell? But my concern is that we'll like notice too late. Yeah. Like it, it will yeah. happen and we'll be like, wait, I don't like this, but it, it like happened or it's happening already, you know? Yeah. I think what makes me feel like, I don't, I don't feel hopeful about it, honestly, but just like more hopeful about it slightly is knowing that uh, it is hard because I, I would say like I, it's easier for me to see everyone our age like is thinking a certain way and it's because the people I surround myself with and just like on social media as well tend to have similar values as me about these things but I'd like to think that at the very least regardless of values most people our age are very aware of the issues with technology and also just like because of what we consume like things like black mirror which is pretty big and other similar things i feel like we are weary of technology going wrong there's we've, we've grown up with so many dystopian things as well as well as seeing the rise of technology happening alongside it so i'd like to think that people at least most like smart people would be able to pick on it pick up on it really quickly like i feel like like you said nikki i don't know i haven't talked about the metaverse with many people and i feel like most people i talk to about it would be like what the fuck about it but like you said i surround myself with like like like-minded people so i don't know i feel like if anything it would be most people from our age would be like what the fuck about it but then the people who are rich regardless of political values would be like no no it's fine but i really think that our generation like has a critical thinking skills that a lot of our generations don't have and hopefully people who are younger than us too also have those and i think they do so by the time that it starts getting really bad i feel like we will be older and hopefully be the ones in positions positions of power i think too like the critical thinking skills you're saying like i think the like main difference is like we have that about technology and i feel like the older generations like stuff like computers and ai and stuff like they were our age when it was brand new and like the possibilities were endless and so i think they still kind of have like rose-colored glasses looking at technology you know like because there's they're happy to be sus about other stuff and they are like not gung-ho about other stuff but i feel like when it comes to things like this they still are looking at it from the like oh my god the possibilities are endless and we're looking at it like yeah the possibilities are endless that's scary like that's not good you know i feel like that's like the main difference and it's because technology isn't like new and shiny to us because we grew up with it so we're able to be like more critical of it i completely agree yeah same I have one last thing to add. It's just like a random point that I saw in the article. Like for some of these influencers, like the lawyer producer friend associated with these screenwriters creating these people, his name is Greg Goodfried. And apparently he is the president of D'Amelio Family Enterprises. Oh, yeah. So he represents Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio. And I think that's interesting. I don't have much to yeah, say about it, but it's I like, know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, that's sus. Right, exactly. He's got a lot of influence in that sphere, clearly. 
so I was listening to Binchtopia earlier and they were d- talking about the Demelio show, which I never watched. But now I'm Me like, either. I feel like I need to to understand what's going on because they were talking about how Dixie and Charlie are just like openly so uninterested in all the stuff that they have going on. Like Dixie like does not want to have a singing career, but they're just like, oh, well, you have a little you're you have a little money now and you're famous. So like, let's just like get you a record deal with like one of these top companies or whatever right and like them trying i i only know about that stuff because i think drew made a video about it and in it i remember he talked about how like he talked about that how it was actually like really sad to watch it and how yeah like you see like they're just like forcing her into like i don't know now but at least when that was made and stuff like they're they're just forcing her into like trying to become a better singer and stuff that's just you know the next the next thing that a teen star does or whatever yeah like yeah she literally doesn't have to do anything right besides like i don't know like even if she doesn't want to do tiktok i feel like they see it not do anything i feel like they see it as like if you don't keep doing a new thing you're gonna like lose popularity and we're gonna lose money i think that's literally like what they like said basically yeah you're right yeah what i remember well I, i know they were talking about how charlie is like i have so many people depending on me for a job like oh, I'm shit. the one yeah. like providing for <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's terrifying. I mean, yeah, I know. That, I'm like, like she's literally like sixteen. That just reminds me of that general trope of like it looked different before, but just like parents who put their kids in I don't know, things like that just so that they can exploit like pageant them moms. for the family. Yeah, pageant moms specifically, yeah. exactly. Also, I hate that this article said this, this is like kind of related but related. This is their quote from this guy, Benjamin, which I think is he's a former screenwriter for this company that we're talking about called Forefront. He said, we're basically creating an MCU style universe of characters on TikTok. And I'm like, how fucking dare you? (laughs) No, do not do this. An MCU style. Yeah. Like, no, you could never. And also don't fucking. No, no. No, like no, no. They could just like literally use like multiverse or anything. Like, what do they have to say? Literally, <laughs> you don't have to use MCU, right? As if it's gonna like, like you're not gonna fucking create an MCU of influencers. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> movies. Like, because like, I get what they're First saying. First like, movie coming soon. That's the same as like, saying like the Stephen King universe, but just be like, we're creating our own universe filled with these TikTok creators, and we yeah. want to show that they're all connected. Like, yeah, literally. Like, I think everyone would understand what you mean without directly referencing Marvel. Right, exactly. All right. Well, that we ended up kind of, I don't know, talking about a bunch of different stuff, but <laughs> I mean, hopefully it was interesting. Um, we'll definitely come back with like a more informed podcast episode about the metaverse. I think this time, Agreed. Was, I mean, we always share yeah. our opinions, but I don't know. I want to like be able to provide more facts on it, but it's hard not to talk about the metaverse when people are creating like fake tiktok and ai and shit like that because that's what they want to do um but yeah so thank you for listening um you can catch us every tuesday on spotify and apple music and follow us on instagram where that's kind of wavy on all platforms and yeah we'll see you next episode Bye. bye